It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, General uh, Jack Keane is one of the all-time greats, and he talk about people who have served this country, and now it's so much to our media. On this show, of course, all the time, on Sid and Friends in the Morning a bit, too. Uh, Jack Keane, you're on with Sid and Craig and John and Margo. Good morning, or good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, good afternoon. Giants did great on Sunday, guys. You see, you know exactly who you're talking to. You know exactly who you're talking to. They did great. The bigger question now is, Jack, will they beat the Eagles in Philadelphia on Saturday night? Well, I think they got the momentum, and the team we're seeing on the field is a lot different than the team we were seeing the last number of weeks. So, and Jones, he's playing out of sight. Yep. So, I think we got a shot. Big rivalry too, the Eagles yep. and the Giants. Yes, it's going to be yes. a big now, game. General, there's a, a new there, there, there's a new commission being started called the National Defense Strategy Commission, uh, trying to determine uh, to have a uh, I guess a bipartisan or whatever to determine do do we do we have enough missiles and guns to win a war? What what say you? Yeah, uh, I've been appointed at it's a congressional commission. It is bipartisan. They bring about nine or ten people together who have a foreign policy, national security background to take a look at this administration's national defense strategy and see if the one, if the strategy makes sense, if the implementation makes sense, and are the resources right to accomplish the strategy. I was on the the commission that looked at uh, President Trump's 2018 national defense strategy. Uh, so I, I, I feel honored to be back doing it again. Uh, and it is bipartisan. So we'll spend about a year or so taking a look at it. You know, it's interesting. I think the American people, Jack, you'd appreciate this, are down on our service. Too woke and maybe don't have enough to win. In fact, I have this conversation with Gordon Chang all the time that if, God forbid, China really starts a war, will we win? And I say, of course we're going to win. Woke or not, we're the greatest army in the world. Gordon tends to agree. What do you think? Well, I think there's no doubt that we're the most powerful military in the world globally. And I do think we have, you know, some issues that you just mentioned dealing with wokeness to deal with. But in terms of the preparedness of the military, the morale of the people that are in it, while we're having some challenges recruiting, we have no challenges retaining the force, which tells you people are content. They they have a sense of purpose and the satisfaction about what they're doing. But here's the problem. If it's a war with China, right now we don't have a military deterrence. They outgun us, they outman us, they got more ships, they got more airplanes, and they got more long range missiles, they got more missiles. And uh, hyperso- hypersonic missiles. Yeah. And they they have they got hypersonic glide missiles issued to their operational forces and we are still testing. We are not close to giving them to our operational forces yet. So right now, they have an advantage. And what we've got to move with a sense of urgency is to solve that problem. What we don't want is the the generals that are working for President Xi to look at the situation and say, you know, the United States is going to catch up here in a number of years. It's better for us to take Taiwan on now, you know, before they take up. Because we have an advantage, and that is something we don't want to see. We don't want that discussion to take place. We want them to look at conflict with the United States and Taiwan and Japan as being too hard. 
it's too too tough to take this on. And those it's not predictable that the Chinese would win. That's the conclusion we want. General, you know, it, it, under President Trump, he fortified the military, and and all these countries feared the United States. And it seems like we've we've gone backwards here. I mean, I don't even know. Is there a national defense strategy under the Biden administration? Does does it exist? Yeah, it, it exists. And we're going to take a hard look at it and unwrap it. I'm, af- and, I'm afraid uh, what you're going to find out. I'm, I'm scared to see what you find out. <laughs> it's like Pandora's box. Because, Leave it alone. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he's, he's got classified documents in his garage next to his Corvette. And, and, and now we're talking but about you know him what, having a defense strategy. You know what really hurt us? Uh, was last year and Afghanistan. Regardless of how you feel about Afghanistan, you know, should we have stayed, should we have left? The fact that we did an unconditional surrender of Afghanistan and in a matter of months turned it over to the very adversaries we went in there to stop. I mean, the American people all looked at that and said, oh, that this is not the United States. I mean, this is a real problem. This I'm embarrassed uh, by this. And and then we left so many people behind. I mean, it was. And we I gave them. A, we gave them. What's the value of the air base that we gave them? Well, we had we had 10 bases there. Think of that. Seven of seven military, three CIA bases. And get what guess what countries bordered uh, Afghanistan, China. China. And Pakistan. Pakistan who, right. Iran is another. And Russia is one country away. And we were sitting there with 10 bases and huge amount of intelligence gathering. So, I mean, yeah. And now I understand. And I understand. And if you don't want to answer, it's fine. I understand confidentially the generals in charge that advised the president of the United States disagreed a great deal with the president just doing it. And the president just said to them, get the heck out. Yeah, Millie. Millie was one of the guys. And that came when it came to shutting down the Air Force Base. You're right, John. Go ahead, go ahead, General. Well, what happened is, is the on-scene commander, the guy that was there, known very well, a guy by the name of Scotty Miller, four-star general, he and all the generals above him, to include Millie, and to include the Secretary of Defense, they all made the same recommendation. Keep a modest force here. And we can keep this thing together. And President Biden and, ignored them. And he, he, he feels he, know, he knows better. He gets very arrogant on, mm-hmm. on these things because he thinks he's a foreign policy expert. Here's something that's interesting. General Austin, when he was a four-star general, was our last commander in Iraq. Biden was Obama's personal envoy to Iraq. He asked Austin. What should be the force structure we're going to keep here? Austin's recommendation, I know this for a fact, was 22,000. Biden came right back and said, oh, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. At best, it'll be 10,000. And, and this is the conversation. And when, when the uh, Iraqi government saw 10,000, they knew that was not serious. And they, they, they knew they would never be able to, to sell that to their version of the parliament and it all went to hell and we pulled all of our forces out we got to go on general Keene, thank you for telling us the truth and and i am so angry what happened to afghanistan and what happened with uh, president biden's bad decision that's the nicest way i could say thank you thank you so much it's cats at night on the red apple podcast network